It's the Weekly Wrap with your host, broadcasting legend Bruce Wolf, and his trusty sidekick, comedian Tim Slagle. And now, without further ado, Bruce Wolf. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the Weekly Wrap, and now we're going to play for the first time ever. Guess the background that Tim has on his computer. And it, Oh, so we should guess it before you reveal it. I get it, Tim. Okay. I'm going to say we're going to go a second week in a row uh, with the balloon. Uh, am I, well, yeah, yeah, we got balloons. <laughs> 99 balloons. Looks like more than that. Um, I mean, could have gone. Last week I said we, you had done the balloons the week before that, and actually it was Gobbler's Knob. So um, <laughs> you have like a bouffant going in the background, or is that just the way you're being? Yeah, I think it's just the way the green screen is cutting. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, yeah, you got a lot of balloons up there and uh, we'll get to the balloon story in a moment. But first, a little, little bit of hot air, of course, from uh, Mayor Pete. Um, I, I just uh, I read a great article by Jim Garrity in National Review, uh, you know, very lengthy article. I mean, it boils down to that well, we hate him, but a lot of lefties hate him too. <laughs> Travelers aren't all that happy with him either. Um, so I, I, in defense of him, because I'm always for the underdog, I'm not really sure what a cabinet member is really responsible for. I mean, I, I guess it's taking credit for the good things and avoiding blame for the bad. And he's somehow been blamed. I mean, what were you expecting well, when you had the South Bend mayor become the transportation secretary? There was a way of you know shoveling him somewhere i you think rahm emanuel had they not sent him to japan as an ambassador and uh and why did they send him to japan as an ambassador Tim, he wanted to feel tall exactly so uh <laughs> so, I, I like to help you warm up here so the the uh yeah would 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 anybody have done better as a transportation secretary i mean they're not experts in this stuff I, mean, I don't know. Maybe somebody who actually worked in transportation. Certainly yeah, not but... someone that takes a bicycle to work. <laughs> I mean, you, you know, the only the only uh, uh, quality he had that was su suited for the job was a desire for three months of paternity leave. Yeah, which, which uh, you know was, was great. Offered. Yeah, I mean, it just shows the cabinet <laughs> secretaries could do that too. Uh, you know, but his whole, basically, his whole administration is talking uh, about racism. Everything is seen through a racial lens. Um, and uh, he did change the acronym NOTAM, N-O-T-A-M, uh, which used to stand for Notice to Airmen, to Notice to Air Missions. So he was helping with the balloons, uh, <laughs> working, working that as well. I just, uh, speaking of the balloons, though, the um, first of all, I'm very happy that uh, the Air Force did not shoot down Rihanna at the halftime of the Super Bowl, because <laughs> did you see her on that platform when she went up there? Uh, you know, I mean, you know, I was watching that thing, and it it, it uh, at first, I uh, I looked at it. I go, why is she standing on top of an iPhone? And then, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, I went, oh, oh, who sponsored this? Uh, now that Pepsi bailed. Who, oh, I see. Who's I the see. sponsor yeah. of this? But she was show. she was at least forty thousand feet in the air there, so I I really feared for her safety. And uh, well, I actually here's a here's a little yeah. inside scoop. It's a, if you remember a few years back, Lady Gaga opened the show by jumping off the top of the stadium. Do you remember that she like bungee? Uh, you off? vaguely recall. I I, re I remember actually enjoying her show because I like a couple of Lady Gaga's songs, whereas Rihanna, I I don't. 
I'm not even familiar with any of the songs. But yeah, that's great that she jumped off. Yeah, but, she, but 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 I actually had I knew someone who was working the Super Bowl at the time. I go now, did she actually do that? Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, she did it, but not uh, not not then. Is that uh, is that they 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 filmed her doing it before? Oh, I see. And they just ran it on the jumbotron, which everyone was looking at. Nobody oh, okay. noticed that. Nobody looked up and said, oh, my gosh, Lady Gaga is nowhere up there. How did that happen? That's like at the opening ceremony of was it the 2012 Olympics in London? They had the queen actually fly in from the top of the stadium <laughs> and, and meet James Bond, I think. So and, and, it, and it wasn't really the queen, uh, but um, Elton John, maybe. Yeah, well, same difference. The. um We'll get back to the balloons in just a second. You got me going on the Super Bowl. Did you actually watch the game? I mean, I want to. I see. didn't watch the game, but I watched all the commercials. So if you want to talk sure. about that, I'm sure. I, I, you know, I, I really want to check your man card here a little <laughs> bit, uh, Elton John Basher. I think you're projecting a little. But so, so the, um, well, okay. There was a ticky tack call a holding call in the last couple of minutes and even greg olson overruled mike Pereira, which you're not supposed to do sure he touched his back i saw he touched his back and i don't know that it impeded uh simon and schuster or whatever the name of that running that receiver is and uh jujube yeah and whether that did you know affected patrick mahomes and whether he was going to throw to him or not it didn't look like it you know they have all these different rules for the end of the game, the overtime rule is different for the playoffs than it is for the regular season. Um, I mean, of course, you're not limited to the 10 minutes, but you, each team gets the ball, uh, even if the first team scores a touchdown. So we have these different rules. We now have this immediate review that seems like it's arbitrary and capricious. You don't have to drop the red flag. It it just seems to me like in the last five minutes in a close game, you you review the ticky tack call and say no yeah. forget it it's we're not going to go with it because it's a it turned what was a good game it, it, but it could have been one of the greatest games of all time because the eagles would have gotten the ball back after they let you know after the, uh kansas city the got field a field goal, goal happened, yeah. and then you know you don't know what's going to happen they might they might still be playing that's how evenly matched <laughs> they were but you know no, it bothered me no it, it ruined yeah it definitely it definitely yeah, no, ruined it, marred, the game, it but... marred the game because you shouldn't really call that but uh, all right speaking of the um uh, of the balloons um and, and of course there is no more clarity today than there was <laughs> Last week, when you had the balloons in the background, somebody was theorizing that Biden and apparently he spoke today. We're recording on Thursday. Biden spoke about the balloons, that he did this as a distraction so that he wouldn't have to talk about his physical that he took, (laughs) which would also be a bunch of lies. You know, and here's the thing. It's not just nutcases like you, tinfoil hat guys like you who cover up their bouffants with, 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 with the hat. It's not. It, it's means this is like mainstream neocon thinking right now that, oh, they're well, they're they're lying about the his, his health report. They're going to lie about uh, what what happened with with the balloons, because we, we never could get a straight story the, the latest story was that the first one, which they didn't tell us for at least 10 days or whatever, was that they'd actually tracked it and it was going toward Guam. And then it 
went over you know the United States. We didn't know about that for a long time. Now they're saying they think it's a commercial uh, vehicles that were in the air, but nobody could really describe them well, and nobody knows anything about it. So, yeah, how well, are we when trust- they said that. When they said the one was an octagon, what that what that makes me think of is like uh, a, a a toy drone. <laughs> okay, that's that's all, all right. I could think of that would be octagon an octagon shaped object. So we're spending four hundred k to send these missiles. Eight eight hundred k knock out the a first toy. One, the, the first one missed. <laughs> right, right. And to knock out a toy. And do you think do you think China and the Soviets know what that was? I, I mean, they're not telling us, but I I have a feeling that uh, that China and the Soviets both know exactly what they shot down, and they think it's funny as hell. Oh, okay, yeah, great, great. So, um, anyway, uh, somebody said that uh, asked why was it again that they didn't shoot the first one when they first spotted it, and. Um, Obviously, it's because the Chinese are in cahoots with Trump to get him reelected. I okay, maybe that was me who said that, but um, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know. I, I I could be plagiarizing myself right now. Boy, after um, they waste the virus getting him out of office, now that they, now they're right. sent over a balloon to get well, that him was back supposed in. to work in his favor, and it just backfired, I guess. Um, but but obviously, we we shot it down because it was noticed. It 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 hadn't been noticed over Montana. They would have we still wouldn't know about these balloons. I think we can yeah. all agree on that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, okay. somebody. Acci- somebody accidentally photographed it. Speaking of flying objects, let's turn to uh, locally the situation at O'Hare Airport. And apparently, you know, the, the, the travelers who are flying in and out of O'Hare have to deal with the homeless at oh. O'Hare. Now, I saw a Daily Mail story. London Daily Mail even had this. That said, there were thousands sleeping in in at O'Hare. I, you know, when whenever the TV does the story about how many flights were canceled, and they say a couple hundred flights, I never can put any perspective on it because how many flights are there a day? I don't know, but I even this raw number. I mean, is is it really thousands of people who are in O'Hare? I mean, I can imagine there's. I'm not saying it isn't bothersome. I mean, who who wants to, you know, you have a, a long flight and and all of a sudden somebody's at the baggage carousel that, you know, that's they're blocking it and you, you can't even retrieve your luggage. I, how big is this problem? Yeah, it's a guy sleeping in between two bags huh? and going around the carousel all night. <laughs> uh, oh, this never... is my bum. Oh, this is my bum. I see. He's, 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 he's wearing a. You know, I've actually, the Louis I've actually, Vuitton jacket. Yeah. Have you Excuse ever me. noticed them? Have you ever noticed them? I've, I, I, I've seen maybe. I saw, I saw one. I think I've seen. Oh, I've never. I haven't flown in a while, but um, I was, didn't know that. I don't remember ever seeing any. Maybe you know, like, you know, backing out of the way, you'd see somebody, and 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 usually they also had you know a saxophone, and we're trying to play. Yeah. <laughs> I confuse. Yeah. No, know, there was one. Movies. I was getting on. The, I was getting on the blue line. And uh, from O'Hare, and there was a guy, and I, I remember it because he 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 smelled like he just had an accident. Oh, well, okay. and uh, and and he was in a wheelchair, and he 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 rolls onto the train with a lit cigarette. Oh, well, that's that's pretty good. 
That's and, a pretty uh, good and trick. Somebody, and then somebody says, "It's a busker." Uh, I think that's somebody, a busker. I, somebody I made him. Some, somebody made him put it out, and then he, he puts it out. And and I remember thinking to myself, you know, I would have rather smelled the cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> if I have to pick my noxious fumes, Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. And uh, did you see Myra Brackenbridge in the movies? I Tim? I did. I didn't see it in the movies. I was a little bit young, but uh, I, I have seen it since. And uh, it's it's pretty awful. OK, well, I tried. I remember I actually remember trying to get in to see the movie downtown and they carted us and I, I couldn't get in. And I wanted to see it. And, you wouldn't uh, think you wouldn't think, OK, a a a lesbian sex scene between Raquel Welch and Farrah Fawcett <laughs> with uh, with a half naked Farrah Fawcett could be uh, bad. <laughs> I, right, uh, but it was apparently. Oh, God. Yeah, it was. It's awful. Well, I mean, awful, just maybe awful. it was bad. But uh, I don't know about you, Tim, but today I am at half staff uh, for uh, Raquel <laughs> Well, having died. Uh, our producer Chris actually wrote, uh, made me laugh in his uh, notes to us a couple of days ago. Said, uh, it, it makes a pretty good argument for necrophilia. So, I, <laughs> uh, when I when I was a uh, when I was uh, let's see, I, it's easy to lose your train of thought. When I was a kid, we, we would get the Saturday Evening Post in the mail. All right. And every week. And they had a spread on Raquel Welch in like around 1966. And I remember thinking at that point, she's like about 26 years old. And I'm thinking, I mean, she's twice my age. But you know what, Tim? By the time she died, I'd almost caught up with her. So, I mean, it was almost <laughs> seven eighths. <laughs> her, her age. So, uh, yeah, I, not that I care that much about Raquel Welch, but, uh, she was good old number 11 as the Kansas City bomber. I, I mean, how many uniform numbers do you remember? Of, uh, <laughs> Tony, uh, I mean, I could see remembering like a Joni Weston, a real roller derby player. But um, I'm surprised but, they didn't. Yeah. They didn't. They didn't give her like uh, like 44 or something like that. A number right. Like I mean, you think that <laughs> it would have a little bit of humor. In right. That. Yeah. And they didn't need you didn't need to with her. You didn't need to with Raquel Welch. So it was. It's it's really kind of sad. Um, but speaking of, uh, uh, so she played a transgender back yep. in nineteen seventies. That's you know that's pretty out there. Well, for, no, that, uh, that that was kind of that was kind of the thing right 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 about then, right about that time. People were start taught, start. I think uh, in Sweden they had finally perfected the first sex change operation. Well, I remember and Christine so. Jorgensen. I, yeah. You know, you could name every every person that had. Like Dr. Renee Richards. That was it. Uh -huh. There were two people in the universe <laughs> who had it, and I knew their names. Uh, but um, now it, it's the thing. The one story, the number of stories this week. One of them was about about 
uh, someplace taking out the urinals in a bathroom. Yeah. And, and, you know, and I won't stand for this. <laughs> boom, boom. Anyway, there's uh, a there's a there's a word in German. I, I I mean, if you remember the Saturday Night Live stick, they go uh, they called people Gurlimon. Oh, he's a Gurlimon. <laughs> but a, the actual word in German is uh, is Sitzpinkler. That the Germans know how to express so many things that it, which means English someone, of course, who, who who sits down when they uh, yeah. when they uh, uh, sits. It's a uh, it's not he's a girly man. He's a sits pinkler. I th so. I I thought that was like a German word for bidet, but I mean it's close. Uh, so anyway, there's a story there we just showed on the screen. The students in New Hampshire getting rid of the urinals. Then there is this woman, Jamie Reed, uh, who uh, uh, she's a queer woman. Uh, politically to the left of Bernie Sanders, I'm reading this, now married to a trans man, and she's basically blew the whistle on the Washington University Transgender, transgender Center at St. Louis Children's Hospital, uh, which treats children with gender dysphoria. I mean, basically, she's saying it's a castrating experience for him. And so, so frequently, uh, the patients... Um, uh, declared that they had disorders that no one believed they had. They just went ahead and did you know, these surgeries, there, there's definitely a backlash against this in the country now um, that and we sure. even talked about it last week, how schools were just going ahead and hiding all this from from parents, uh, which I mean, I would make as, as the number one issue if I were Ron DeSantis or maybe even Tr Donald Trump. So um, I don't and, mean and, to and, cut you off here. Yeah, Bruce, no, go ahead. But uh I think I think <laughs> well I'm slow. <laughs> I, I still think, got my head I, in the I think Saturday that evening post. So. I encourage I encourage castration for any yeah. transgender woman who wants to compete in women's sports. That's what that's my opinion. You don't you don't get into the starting block until you're ready to face the chopping block. <laughs> and, well the thing is you'd think that you'd want it because it's they slow it slows you down. Uh, in, in the swimming pool. Uh, so anyway, there was this New York Times actually tried to do a story. And the New York Times has been at the forefront uh, uh, of promoting transgenderism. But they actually did a story where people were saying, hey, Gio, I don't know about this. Maybe we're going a little too fast. They they quoted people at its news because there is there is not a un unanimity of opinion on this in the country. Well, they had a whole bunch of people who had written articles for the New York Times write this letter saying that this is bad of the New York Times to do that because they don't want they don't want journalism. They they want their side expressed. So uh, it, was, it was pretty bad. Uh, and uh, yeah, I, I I I. But, you know, if Raquel, if, if everybody were like Raquel Welch, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, she was a it's strong a argument. Yeah, I if, looks, if every if every yeah, I think if every trans <laughs> transgender woman looked like Raquel Welch, it would be encouraged. It would definitely yeah, no. it would say more people need this operation. It's, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. So there's a story about this drug. You ever see these commercials like for Ozempic where they have oh, more disclaimer? Oh, oh. <laughs> it's close. It's close. Where they have more. They have more disclaimers in it than, you know. Yeah, which which cracks me up. The, the disclaimer right. that always cracks me up is uh, don't take Ozempic if you're allergic to Ozempic. 
Wow. Or if you want to live past the next past five years from now, because (laughs) there's this doctor uh, who says most of the weight loss from Ozempic and Wagovi, whatever it is, comes from muscle loss and bone demineralization. And, you know, you wind up losing some weight, you know, like 50 pounds, which which is great. But then you, you get it right back. As soon as, as soon as you're off of it and you're you're eating bad to begin with. And the only real way to do it right is, you know, diet and exercise, which are so boring and so difficult. However, there's another drug out just now called Munjaro, M-O-U-N-J-A-R-O. And this guy who had been writing about dieting and having a difficult time for a, a long time, this guy named Paul Ford. Uh, wrote for Wired, and he said, and I got this out of the dispatch, So, um, but um, he, he said uh, he had been living the embodiment of the deadly sin of gluttony, judged as greedy and weak since he was 10 years old, but now the sin is washed away by taking this drug. He just desires broccoli instead of, you know, all the, all the bad stuff. I, that, I mean, if that's true, that's revolutionary. Mujaro uh, sounds like a voodoo god, doesn't oh, it? Oh, totally. And uh, <laughs> I like I, broccoli just... because I pray to Mujaro. <laughs> right. Well, now the guy's worried, and he's writing because, you know, if, if big pharma can do this, they could cut out all the other sins as well, <laughs> and, uh, and and they could do something about climate change. And then what do we do? Well, of course, we're all going to become AIs anyway. Nobody's even going to have a personality any, anymore. So. Uh, yeah, I, I'm glad uh, that, uh, you know, I'll, I'll be following uh, Raquel Welch to my eternal reward uh, in not too long a time because there's not going to be anything to do. It's <laughs> everything will have been done for you. Munjara. I mean, it, it, they always say that they got I remember when there was the drug. It, they used to advertise this in Parade magazine. It was called AIDS. <laughs> A.Y.D.S. Yeah, the weight loss, a drug. weight loss drug. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. It was, it was it was it was two pieces of candy that you would eat before <laughs> dinner, and uh, I, I I remember it because I remember my mom tried it, and then you eat, okay. you eat two, two pieces of candy before you eat dinner, yeah. and it's supposed to you're not supposed to be as hungry. And no, I mean it's just it was just just ridiculous. Maybe, uh, maybe ate, someday the whole box in a week. Well, of course, that's what everybody would do. <laughs> candy. The um, maybe someday they'll be able to come up with an AI uh, slim through Manjaro uh, morning anchor for CNN. Because did you see what Don Lemon? I think did he say this today? He he said that Nikki Haley. He was talking about her running for election, and he says women past the age of fifty are not not politically viable. I mean, could you believe he he said that? Politically viable? I thought I thought, I thought he said past her prime. Or he said, you, go- you Google it, you Google it, well, a woman yeah. in their prime, and you will uh, uh, see Don Lemon's picture right now, I'll bet. <laughs> Ironically. <laughs> no, I, mean, and, I mean, the chutzpah of, of him saying that, and, and apparently he's going to get away with it. I mean, I just don't, I don't even, I'm I'm, I'm flabbergasted. Oh, well, you apparently apologized for saying that. Well, it's well, nice. It was, it was it was Bruce. It was CNN. Who saw it? <laughs> no, nobody saw it to begin with. Nobody I saw think, the. Apology. I think more people are talking yeah. about it than actually saw it. The, the only reason I mention that is because it gives me the opportunity to mention the fact that Don Lemon worked for Channel Five in Chicago uh, years ago and actually refused two assignments, and he somehow got away with that. 
uh, and, and, you know, had this stellar career after it. I worked for Channel 5 years after he did, and I did everything they told me to do, including the traffic, even though nobody has a television set in their in his car. OK, so but, you know, talent. Don Lemon could get away because, you know, talent. Right. <laughs> Tell me about it. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly rap. Senator John Fetterman is in the hospital again. The Pennsylvania Democrat was admitted to George Washington University Hospital last night after feeling lightheaded. His campaign spokesperson says initial tests do not show any signs of a new stroke. This all happened while he was attending a Senate Democratic retreat in D.C. Fetterman was seen on Tuesday meeting with Pennsylvania education leaders and attending the State of the Union. Fetterman was in Philadelphia on Friday last week during President Biden's visit. Doctors are running more tests on him this morning, and he remains hospitalized in D.C. for observation. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. So the latest got any thing- new Don Lemon stories? <laughs> Let me tell you about Don Lemon. Yeah, I want to apologize to the audience, the CNN audience, which I think our audience is almost as big as CNN's. The um, yeah, I've told that story before, I guess, but I <laughs> last week I. But I didn't add the line at the end of last week. The reason he gets away with it is because of his he's got talent. So, yeah. Oh, OK. Yeah. Uh, you see, there's slight variations on that. Not enough to justify telling the story. Well, here's a story that goes over and over and over. again. It's Fetterman. Oh, guess what? Uh, now, he the latest is that he went into the hospital for treatment of depression. And I don't know why he needs to be hospitalized for that. There's nothing wrong with him being depressed. I'd be depressed, too, if I had a stroke of was trying to walk into the United <laughs> States Senate and be a senator. I mean, that's perfectly normal, Senator Fetterman. Uh, but yeah, I have a feeling I have a feeling it's like that dream we've all had where you where, where you show up to class and there's a yeah. there's a test and yeah. you 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 had you haven't been to class the first time you've been to class. And uh, and you I haven't studied. I, I you have you, no I idea kid, what's on the test. I, I kid you not. I had the dream just a couple of days ago. I was Channel Five had asked me to substitute doing the sports, and Don Lemon was there, <laughs> and <laughs> and I didn't have a shirt, and he wouldn't give me the shirt off his back. And uh, there you go. Huh. So, huh. But I, there will be no more mentions of Don Lemon uh, in this. Uh, I don't, what is that? What, what is What happened to the Democrat Party that they're now so insistent on electing zombies? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and they just got rid of Dianne Feinstein speaking of zombies. Yeah. She's yeah. not even sure that she's declining to run. Uh, I actually but, I yeah. actually heard that she didn't even know that she resigned. Right. Her her staff said, well, Well, you know, we're doing everything else for her. I guess we can put it in her resignation as well. I speaking of the senile. President Biden not, didn't make much news. He said, was it yesterday? He the Maryland has its first black governor and he called the guy a boy. Yeah. <laughs> he just, he, and, I don't and, even know uh, if I'm allowed to use the B word. To not only that, not only that, that. He, he, he used it in, in with a bonics. It was oh. I, I don't know the exact quote, but it was something to the effect of the boy got play. It was OK. <laughs> well, you know. Remember, Joe Biden is black. 
Okay, I mean, yeah. he, he and he has lectured others that they're not black. He is black. well, well, he's actually half Puerto Rican. Well, sure, uh, Jewish sure. Puerto Rican, and uh, I might add, and you know, didn't even like rescue Nelson Mandela or spend. I think he spent <laughs> twenty of the twenty-seven years in prison with. But yeah, he Mandela. spent time in prison with Nelson yeah, so Mandela. I, yeah, you know, cut him some slack, Jack. <laughs> um, so the latest, uh, so so we're. we're probably going to get Biden uh, running again and he's going to be uh, running against possibly Donald Trump uh, if Trump is not indicted for obstruction but it looks like he is going to be indicted agreed um it, i i on what uh, he obstruction because the underlying crime okay nobody can get nailed for anymore because Hillary did it Biden did it Pence did it uh and okay can you obstruct can you obstruct when it's not a crime because there's no criminal penalties for holding on for a president holding on to documents it is well there are criminal penalties the problem is it's never prosecuted no, i mean there's you no, know, no there's no criminal penalties for a president holding on to documents uh top secret documents you can't classify documents you can't hold on to you can't hold on to those sure they, no, you got to sure give them back i mean that was the whole idea behind uh yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I we'll, see, we'll, you're we'll, never going to be a CNN anchor like Don Lemon. <laughs> but anyway, uh... okay. And even if he's indicted, even if he's indicted, even if he's convicted, even if they send him to jail, um, didn't Nelson Mandela run from jail? Right. <laughs> I mean, and I believe not... that our constitution is the same as South Africa's. And uh, <laughs> no, but we... there's no, there's nothing in the constitution that says you can't run for president from jail. Uh, I. I have not read. Uh, was that Article One? Uh, I, Jailed I, dissidents run for office quite often. <laughs> yeah, uh, you may be right about that. I, I uh, did not study enough constitutional law for today's show, but uh, yeah, no, uh, thirty-five, thirty-five, and thirty-five a years born old and a right. natural-born citizen. Yeah, I I agree. And for a woman, that's a sl very small window, according to Don Lemon. Because <laughs> it would have to be from 35 to 50. That would be it. And then you can't. You're 35 to 40, I think. 25 to 40. <laughs> well, no, 35, 35, 35 to 40. Well, he said 50 was the was yeah. was the exit ramp. So, um, hey, what happened to James O'Keefe? Do we know? I think he's just on leave from Project Veritas because he was abusive to underlings and nobody did a surreptitious video of him uh, to determine, uh, you know, I, his innocence. I, I, I was not following guilt. that until okay. I saw that they were going to get rid of it. And I said, how can, how can you get rid of O'Keefe? The founder. Project Veritas. Yeah. He is Project Veritas. It's so like how getting do you get rid, rid of, of Matt Drudge at the Drudge Report. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So, um, Chris is saying Lyndon LaRouche. Oh, uh, also ran from yeah. prison. Yes. Oh, did he run from prison? I believe he ran from prison. I, I yeah. didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah. All right. Um, turning to some non Don Lemon uh, news. The um, first of all, there was this uh, representative uh, Congresswoman. I think her last name's Craig. I'm not sure. She was attacked in Washington, D.C. And D.C. is, of course, a very progressive city. Even in D.C., maybe they're starting to rethink the whole defund the police movement. And then, of course, the big, the horrible thing, really horrible thing was just a couple of days ago, the shooting at Michigan State. Um, 
And I mean, that is that near your uh, home turf at all? Or East well, Lansing, well, or? Uh, uh, yeah, it's my my nephew was going to school at Michigan State. Uh, wow. Uh, uh, last uh, last semester. Okay. And and this is interesting. My family is uh, is uh, essentially from Oxford. Michigan, okay. where Oxford High, where the where the shooting was. Oh, so it's okay. A, it's a, so my my nephew has a nexus both, and my uh, sister is uh, uh, actually a Michigan representative, right? In, in right. Lansing, yeah. Michigan. So yeah, yeah. So I thought this might have hit close to home for you, and you know the um, Kevin Williamson had a pretty good column uh, today about how this former prosecutor, I think her last name is Seaman uh had yeah, that works yeah, exactly <laughs> it might be simone but i like the other one better. whatever s-i-e-m-o-n so um she uh had made it tougher to you know throw these kinds of people in jail she didn't want to enforce the laws on guns uh there you know there was this law that if you committed a felony with a gun you could go away for a long time uh they 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 knocked it down for this guy to uh, a misdemeanor whatever he had. And anyway, sometimes the sentences for misdemeanors and felonies are the same, but there are other charges he could have been brought up on perhaps. And he might've been in fair, jail. But, he might've been in jail now. Isn't there mandatory sentencing for, for, for certain crime for, for gun crimes? I mean, that's uh that's, that's the one that's going to bite uh, Alec Baldwin in the rear end. Uh-huh. Because, because uh, uh, even if he gets, he, he had, there's a mandatory five year sentence for, uh, yeah. Um, involuntary manslaughter involving a gun yeah uh chris is putting up a story here about you know the prosecutor seaman who said it was standard practice to uh you know plead things down to uh misdemeanor well that's the problem though it shouldn't be standard practice and uh you know it, it, it they, they just don't want to throw people in jail as kevin williamson writes you know it's one thing if you catch a guy with you know 18 worth of weed on him and he has a gun it's another thing to have these, you know, people who are really dangerous and are likely to commit a lot of more uh, violent offenses and let them go. And uh, and, you know, three people are dead as a result. Well, and she that. said the reason the reason why was because of because of equity. Of course, that, uh, which which is which is, you know, if 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 the Soros prosecutors get their way, we're going to see a lot more of that, that they're, we're going to have to have affirmative action in prison. It's like, I'm sorry, <laughs> you can't lock up any more uh, black people until oh, right. you, you increase the white population. Of Absolutely. Prison. Absolutely. Although, you know, uh, there's, like I say, there's, there's backlash. Uh, that's the theme of, of today's show backlash against, uh, uh, you know, what's going on with the transgenders backlash against uh, Don Lemon backlash against, uh, you know, what, Don Lemon doesn't on? mind backlash, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and DeSantis, you know, DeSantis was ending uh, DEI, and you know, a lot of people said, "Oh, you can't do this at the universities." That, you know, they'll hunker down. Uh, it turns out that academics don't really like uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion. They don't like it because they know that they're the ones who are going to get it next. <laughs> they, <laughs> yeah. Because I mean. That what they yeah. do is they hoist the liberals by their own petard and and academics like their tenure and they and they like their academic freedom a lot more than so-called equity. And so there hasn't been that much of um, support for the, the DEI bureaucracy uh, in the university system. And DeSantis went after it. Now, that's action. 
and it's not mere rhetoric. And that's why I know that you and I are going to be together and 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 favor Ron DeSantis and try to get him over the over the top in 2024. Am I right about that or wrong? I like I like Ron DeSantis. I I, yeah. I I I like him where he is though, and I don't think oh. I don't think I don't think the guy looks presidential. Is uh, too short. Is, He's too short for you. A little little too short and not too, charismatic. Uh, little too little too beagle looking. And not charismatic enough. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's not. Uh, he doesn't All have right. you, you. You. When you want a president, you want a, a towering figure. Uh, you, you want a Gregory Peck, a towering sure. Gregory Peck type. Sure. I, I think the uh, average height for a president has been like six feet. I mean, that right. goes back to when Civil War soldiers were like five four. So presidents have generally right. been tall. Yeah. And, and you know. I don't think Ron DeSantis. Mm-mm. Okay. Well, that. And that kissy face and notes. Let's go on to the next segment. <laughs> Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. Fans should be excited about baseball's changes in 2023 because they're designed to give fans more of what they like and less of what they don't like. Action. They love a faster pace of play. They love athleticism. They love doubles, triples, stolen bases, great defensive plays. And all these rules and, and testing in the minor leagues have created more of that action, better pace of play, more athleticism, uh, more stolen base activity. And then less of what fans don't like. You know, fans don't like dead time. They don't like 30 seconds between pitches. They don't like long periods of inactivity on the field. And with the pitch timer and some of the other rules, we've, we've seen uh, a dramatic decrease in, in dead time on the field. So Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap. Uh, Tim, I mean, do you care? You didn't care about the Super Bowl. You love watch the commercials, uh, which, by the way, I, <laughs> I, I enjoyed how how tepid they were. I like that. Um, yeah. You know, they're, the, they're, the fact that they were bad, that they were that they weren't funny, they weren't entertaining. They I, weren't. I, I suckered by celebrities. You know, when I see J Lo uh, going through the Dunkin' Donuts drive through, that to me is just a laugh riot. And uh, wow. The, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and, wow! And I, you didn't like the Breaking Bad one? I mean, you know they they had Tuco in it. No, Tuco was in it, man. No, oh no, yeah. I didn't like I didn't yeah. like the Breaking okay. Bad one. I didn't right. like the Triangle one. I didn't like the 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 uh uh, uh Will Ferrell uh, talking about where where EV should be used. Yeah, in Zombie Apocalypse. <laughs> you know, I didn't like the because me- I don't like EVs, but I. I still got a kick out of Will Ferrell. So, uh, I, I, yeah, I'm easily wow. Yeah, a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, we're, we're, you can <laughs> still find, ga- in a zombie apocalypse, you can still find gas stations that have gas tanks underneath them that are full. There's no way you're going to be able to charge your EV in a zombie oh, apocalypse, true. which that's is probably true. why he got bit. But then the uh, other one, the, the, the Jeep one. Where where all the all the wildlife was happy that now that their habitat was being torn up by an EV <laughs> rather than a gas burning vehicle. Yeah, <laughs> and, then, your passion... and then they and then they plug in and then they all they all say, Oh, that was a fun day of tearing up natural habitat. And they find a charging station on top of a mountain in the middle of nowhere. You know, I, I, look, I, I'm not disagreeing with you at all, but your zeal, your fervor, your, your passion over the commercials is a little bit outsized because the, that's the numerator. The denominator is the passion for the game itself. And you don't care at all. So that's, a thousand that's what, that's over what I zero that's what, is still zero. 
That's when I go for the nachos and wings <laughs> during the game. So uh, do you care about baseball at all? Or no? I used to before okay. the strike. But what was that? 82? I cared about it when you know I was 10. So I don't have any standing to really complain about whether they're putting. Speaking of zombies, zombie runners on second base in the 10th inning to get the game going, because I never make it past the third inning. So I, I don't I what they're, they're doing. They're putting ghost runners on. Base? They put they put runners and they've been doing this. You know, it was a pandemic era. Uh, see, we're still in the emergency, according to Theo Epstein, the pandemic emergency. And they're uh, well, uh, until May, it's uh, according well, to the president. It's going to be in baseball. May. Even in baseball, it's going to be after that. And, they're, you know, they start the inning, the uh, extra innings with a, a runner on second base. Yeah. Mm. Also, they've gotten rid of the shift, which was created by Lou Boudreau you know, for Ted Williams in the 40s uh, and didn't really become popular until recently. And they play it all the time. They're getting rid of the shift, but there are so many ways they're going to try to get around it, like maybe bringing on a left fielder to play to the, to the right of the second baseman uh, and then having the, the center field to roam around. Uh, but you don't care about this stuff. So. What is, I don't even know what the shift is. Okay. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There's four, four guys in the infield. Uh, wow. They look yeah. like they're union good workers. Right. Right. So that's the shift. And, uh, but it, it's, and it, they're, they're going to try and get them to pitch faster. There's going to be a pitch clock. Uh, you know, all these things to try to make, even though the, the, the bigger bases, very, I saw the bigger bases and the bigger is bases, that, their pizza box. Is that because the players are fat, getting fat? Is that what, I, I, what, what do you Well, you know, it, it cut down on injuries. I hate to be serious about this, but <laughs> play your straight man, but it's fine. The, uh, but it would be nice if, you know, during the head first, after the head first slide, the, the runner could just open up the side of the pizza box and get it and get a slice of uh, pepperoni <laughs> as a reward. No, so, no, 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 explain to me, explain to me, sportscaster. Yeah. What, 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 why, what is the bigger base? What is the advantage of a bigger? Oh, base? no, I mean, it's to avoid injuries. In, How? In, in large, because you get stepped, you won't get stepped on by the, uh, by a spikes when you're, you're sliding in. Yeah. It's, it's, it's to do, I think that's it. It's, also, it's going so to help. A, so it's a two. There's going to be more base, stealing. Two person base, right? I mean, it's, <laughs> it's they're going to they're going to be like pretty soon. I know, I know. You're 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 afraid they're going to be as big as king size beds uh, before you. <laughs> well, know, I remember right? when CDs. Slope. Well, I remember when CDs came out. They 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 made them bigger to avoid stealing. Oh, okay. So, so All I right. don't know. Well, that's a good analogy. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, so. Uh, and in other entertainment news, did you see AMC is going to have different pricing for for seating depending and at a movie theater, depending on where you're sitting, which sounds you know like a, a really good idea. Uh, I mean, again, I have no standing because I haven't gone to see a movie in, in ages. I think Juno well, was the last movie I saw uh, on Christmas Day about 12 years ago. Well, there's certain movies I like to see, uh, and uh, when I when I go, uh, I, I like 3D and I like IMAX. Oh, okay, okay. So, so I I always I always uh, buy my tickets in advance because they let you pick your seats at AMC. Right, you can pick your seats. But so I I pick the I pick like dead center of the theater so that your uh, your sight line is right to the center of the screen. Yeah, and, and uh, uh, right in the middle. But that's premium seating, which should be more expensive right. than uh, 
Right. A regular one. I like right sitting right behind the handicap seats because you got a railing to set your yeah. set your popcorn and beverages. I, on. I think they also should base the pricing on. Let's say you want to walk in halfway into the movie, you know, give you a 50 percent discount because like in the old days, we would go into the movies just for the air conditioning. That's what we would do. You, <laughs> did you ever go into the movies like you'd go in like 20 minutes into a movie and then stay for the beginning of the movie, this, the next showing yeah. and say, yeah, this is where time. we came in. I mean, yeah. nobody does that anymore, but that's what no, they, we did they, in they our day. Throw, they throw you out. Right. Of course, of course, now what a lot of people do is because the, 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 those kids really don't pay attention to anything. Yeah. After the first movie, you go go across the hall and start another movie. Oh, sure. Yeah. And they, they you actually can spend, a, spend now, an you, entire I've day. Been, I've seen that. I've seen how easy it could be done. I have never done that. Uh, I, I can't. I'm, I'm just too honest. Are are you not too honest? Will, will you? Will you? Well, I that? remember. I remember when, when, when I think it was uh, uh, it was a Michael Moore film. People wanted to see it, but they didn't want to pay for it. <laughs> so a lot of people were buying tickets to another movie and walking in so that Michael Moore would see would it not see of- there. Reminds me of Abby Hoffman one once wrote a book called I think it was called Steal This Book. Steal this book. So yeah. <laughs> I had a copy. Michael Moore, it's it's almost de rigueur that you go in and, and <laughs> stick it to the man and see his Fahrenheit nineteen eighty. Well, I've always said about Moore. Michael Moore that isn't fat communist and an oxymoron. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so speaking of entertainment here, uh proud to say my wife and I uh just finished watching the series Parenthood, which I didn't yeah. even realize it hasn't been on in for eight years. It ended in 20, 2015. Wow. But we're just catching up on, on the culture. And well, we just fun. we just we, we just started the wire. Um, oh, we my finished the wire. And that would that, that's wild to see uh, sending faxing. And, oh, yeah. And, and being defeated when the uh, uh, burner phones came out and it was all like, wow, I didn't know that it was a retro series. And it's like, no, just 20 years old. And so how, it would so, be anyway. it would be difficult for me to see it again because the guy who plays McNulty has been in so many things since then, including playing Prince Charles in. Oh, uh, really? In, in the I call it the queen of the crown. Um and you don't realize that the guy, like Hugh Laurie, speaks with this <laughs> British accent in real life. It, it, it kills you when you find out that these guys, these Brits, you know what I, you, you know can what do I an think, American accent. You know what I think is because what I remember, I remember when I was a kid, you'd see a Brit trying to do a, a, a American accent. They couldn't do it. Right. They would do like a they would do like a Texas accent or they sure. would do foghorn leghorn. They could do that. <laughs> But now they can do a perfect American. Accent. No, it's what it's I, really bad, and I and don't I realize like I I think I know why. Why? Because this generation of British actors grew up with American TV. Okay. Okay. Just like I learned how to do a British accent watching Monty Python. That's how they learned. All right. American let's accents. let's hear your let's hear your John Cleese. Uh, you uh, don't have to take off. It always comes off as Australian. So <laughs> sounds more like Cookadelial Dundee. <laughs> John Cleese apparently was complaining he wasn't going to appear somewhere. I forgot because there everybody's too woke now, and he's a liberal. See, it's, it, I love it when they get one. I I like it when people harass J.K. Rowling. Her video game is like off the charts, but they were trying to boycott 
the the Harry Potter video game. Uh, it's I just like it when liberals get hoisted by their own petard. So uh, you know that, that's what you, you know. Get. You know what that you know what that phrase means. Yeah, hoisted it doesn't mean by... anything that I think it means, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's a petard. Is, is is French? Is French slang for a a, a, a fart? No. Yes. So when you say that someone's hoisting, but hoisted by their own petard, it means that they're flatulent. Is there an so... exante goo over the first <laughs> e, uh, like an Egbert Sustain? Uh, oh, that was in the second e. Well, but that's what, yeah, hoisted on your own petard means that you're flying around on flatulence. Okay, I I've I learned so much in this show. It's really good, uh, and, and it's good because all I do spend you know the rest of the time doing is uh, watching television. Get an education, everybody. Watch this podcast and tell your friends about it. Next week, more balloons from Tim Slagle. Bruce Wolf, Tim Slagle on the weekly wrap and that's the weekly wrap on radio and television follow bruce at bruce wolf shy on twitter and tim at timslagle.com the weekly wrap with bruce wolf a cp pods production